Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. Hi, friend, and good morning, good evening, or good night, whatever time it is for you. Hope you were well today. I want to talk today about building reusable LED set pieces before we do that, LED pixel set pieces. They could be pixel, they don't have to be, actually. Um, so before you get started, if you are new here to the show, if you're new to the Learn Stage Lighting podcast, you're new to the Learn Stage Lighting world, then your goal is you want to learn more about stage lighting. That's what we do here. That sounds pretty obvious, right? The best way to get started is to hop over to learnstagelighting.com. Right there on the homepage, we have a free guide for you. Just enter your email. We'll send that over. And it's going to do a couple things for you. One is it's going to be a free guide customized to your type of lighting. There's four different free guides for each type of lighting. Uh, you'll get them all in your email. Number two, um, we're going to send you some follow-up information with even more great practical lighting tips for those just getting started with lighting. Or even if you've been doing lighting for a minute, uh, working with stuff, but you want to dial it in a little more, we definitely have some tips and tricks in our emails for you there. You don't want to miss out on them. They're exclusive uh, to the folks who are the email subscribers. So thank you guys so much who do read the emails. Um, I know that's a lot of you, and I appreciate anybody new coming, checking out that free guide and the rest of the emails we sent. Now today, what considerations, how do you build reusable LED pixel set pieces? So the lead into this is that over on YouTube this month, uh, learnstagelighting.com slash YouTube if you want to go there, we are discussing LED pixels, LED tapes, and how to use those on our stage. Particularly, how to make really cool stuff and how to control it and be able to, to then reuse it is the topic of our podcast today. Uh, if you've ever used LED tape before, what a lot of people do is they might just go buy like the cheapest thing available on Amazon, you know, stretch it out, solder it in, and on their stage, and then when they're done with that design, they just throw it out. And, you know, that's okay if you're doing a small stage design and you buy the cheapest tape possible. But if you start getting into brighter, uh, nicer quality tapes, or maybe uh, you want to keep, you've got a larger stage, then, you know, keeping the stuff around and not just throwing it away is actually going to save you a lot of money, especially over the long run. And so what you want to think of first, though, is the time to make the decision to keep your LED set pieces um, alive for future use, the time to think about it is not when uh, you're about to tear the, the set piece down. Because you really want to go ahead and you want to build um, the set piece so that it's able to be reused again. What do I mean by this? Well, it's pretty simple. What, what I usually like to do is think more modularly, okay? Uh, think modularly. So if you think about something, uh, with any LED tape type fixtures or LED pixel, and we'll talk about some of those differences between those in a minute, um, you're typically going to be able to break those down into smaller segments. You know, I don't know what your design looks like, but say you take, for example, a four foot section of LED strip and you make that, you know, an element of your design. Maybe you have a, a bunch of different uh, lines on a backdrop in, in sort of a, uh, you know, crisscross pattern or like an offset stagger. Maybe you have squares that are big, um, 
you know, that are big squares around your stage or around your background or around screens, okay? Any of these designs, you can build from four-foot segments, right? Or some standard length. And if you start by just mounting your LED product, whether it be tape or something else, we'll talk about that in a minute, um, to a standard size segment or a few different standard sizes, then when it comes time to tear it down, you can reuse that segment. You can take the piece of wood or metal or, or whatever you're mounting it to, take that four foot piece, you know, carefully maybe wrap it in some bubble wrap, set it on a shelf, and it's going to be ready for you to reuse next time you want to do a custom set design with this stuff, or maybe you move it to a different space or something like that. Okay. But I take it a step deeper. And so my next kind of point here that I like to always bring is why I don't love LED tape. Okay. LED tapes are okay, but they have a few flaws. Sure. The LED tape design is pretty popular. In fact, if I just go over to churchstagedesignideas.com, if you haven't heard of this site, by the way, great website. Even if you're not a church person, these are set design ideas that you can use for anything. You know, a band, a DJ set, whatever. You know, the designs on this site are done by churches, but that doesn't mean you can't do it somewhere else. Okay? And unless you're on a really small stage, you know, you don't really have to use LED tape type products to get an LED pixel. What do I mean by that? Well, we're talking more about pixels versus non at the on the YouTube channel. But if people are more than, say, 20 feet away from this design, okay, I'm just throwing that, that's kind of an arbitrary number. Um, but if people are more than about 20 feet away from this set design, which generally they are, if you have a stage, I mean, even my church, which is not a big church, you know, our stage with the preaching area is 16 feet deep, so distance to the first row is about 20 feet. Um, you know, could you get away with a different type of pixel? What type? Well, I like to use Christmas light style pixels a lot or pixel nodes. And there, there are a few options out there. In fact, we've got a video. Let me see when that video is going to come out, if it hasn't yet already, on the YouTube channel uh, that I shot that talks all about the different shapes of LED pixels. It'll be out next week. It'll be out on the 14th, okay? Because while tape is fine, um, there's a few problems with it that really frustrate me and I think make it difficult for people to use and more frustrating than a pixel project has to be, okay? An LED tape or a pixel project. The first problem is that it's very fragile. I had a conversation with somebody recently, if you hear this, you, you know who you are, um, who had put together an LED tape project and um, they, another ministry in the church had, had done most of the fabrication of this project, most of the putting it together, um, they took this LED tape, they bent it in places, they may have been rough with it when installing it, and, you know, lo and behold, a couple of months down the road, it was really performing badly, they were having a lot of glitching, segments would freeze or just drop out entirely, they really had a lot of problems. Um, and this is common with LED tape, especially the pixel tapes. You know, it's thin, there's not a lot of metal in that tape to conduct the electricity, and... It, that means that it's very fragile. Um, but also, there's the conducting electricity part, okay? With a pixel-type tape, um, when the voltage starts to drop too low, you have to do what's called re-inject power or start a new pixel 
line of pixels out of your controller. Okay. Now, this is really where you get what you pay for. Okay. I've sat down and I've metered the cheapest tapes on Amazon, um, expensive, you know, nice high quality tapes from people like Entech. And I can tell you there's a big difference between the cheap stuff and the expensive stuff. You know, on the cheap stuff, maybe you go a meter, meter and a half. And I use meters here. I'm, yes, I'm in the US, but LED tapes are manufactured in meters. So you go a meter, meter and a half, and you're starting to get to the point where if you bring those LEDs to full white, you start to see them turning pink. That's your clue that voltage is dropping too much, okay? And if you let it drop much more, not only will it look bad in white, but also um, you'll start to get glitching. You'll start to get areas where the data might just drop out, where it stops working, etc. And it's been shown that if you're running things constantly where the voltage gets too low at one end, um, you are going to burn out your LEDs sooner, okay? And that's that's pretty well proven out there. So you have to re-inject power, okay? Now, for a lot of these, like I said, it's every meter to meter and a half, okay? A meter's three feet, people. Um, that's not far, which means all of a sudden, the idea of buying a 16-foot strip, 16.4 feet, five-meter strip of tape, just laying it out and, and plugging it into a controller, it's not really going to work in a lot of these cheaper tapes. On a pro-grade tape like the Entech stuff, which is you know significantly pricier, um, you can, if you inject power at both ends of that tape, you can go the full five meters generally. Um, every tape has a spec sheet. You know, Check your spec sheet before um, taking this as the gospel, but um, you know, that's, that's really something that you can do with more expensive tapes. But instead of, you know, $20 or less for a strip of five meters, you're now paying, you know, a couple hundred bucks, right? And for a lot of people who are doing a DIY LED design, this may not be practical. Now I've got another option in a second. Uh, and so I really like the Christmas light pixels, uh, two places that you can get these from are, um, wired Watts and Wally's lights. Okay. So these are two Christmas light vendors that are very popular and have, you know, high quality products. And what you're looking for is the pixel nodes or the square nodes. Now, these are just a pixel that is, you know, on a string of wire, generally about four inches apart. And you're able to, you know, stick these through various products. Um, a company that makes a lot of them is called Boscoyo Studios, okay? Um, and what you can do is basically set your pixel pitch for your design at, you know, one inch, two inch, three inch, four inch, whatever, uh, however close you want them to be. And the cool thing about this is, um, with pixels like these, if you're running 12 volt pixels, you can typically go, um, if you run them at about 50%, you can go over 150 pixels. Again, it's playing with the percentage of brightness in your controller, uh, really can get you a lot further. But 150 pixels, even at one inch spacing, which is pretty close, right? That's 150 inches, okay? And 150 inches, the quick math here, is over 12 feet, right? So instead of, you know, three to five feet max on a tape, you can go over 12 feet before you have to think about re-injecting power with these Christmas light type pixels, okay? Um, also, the other thing, the other consideration you really want to have uh, regardless whether you're using a, a tape or a pixel node type product or something else. Um, again, all the shapes of pixels I'll mention on the 14th on YouTube. Be sure to check that out. Um, but the other thing you got to think about is connectors, okay? 
Um, with LED tapes, sometimes you can buy these little snap-on connectors that sort of work. Um, I cannot tell you how many times I've talked to people that have bought those connectors and then had trouble with them. There are a few reasons why people have trouble with them. Um, the first is, you know, they're just kind of a pressure-based connector. They don't really generally stab into the copper. They just kind of sit on top of it and squeeze it. And, you know, over time that may loosen and you, you that's likely to have trouble. Um, the other problem with them is that these LED tapes and the three little, typically three, sometimes four, little solder points that are on the actual physical tape, they're really close together. But the sizing and spacing of them are not standardized across manufacturers. They're, they're just not. Okay. And so what that means is, you know, basically, um, you know, you want to go ahead and have something that fits right. And this spacing is not standardized. So if you have any chance of these connectors working, they got to come from the same place you bought the, the tape from. Um, so what I like to recommend is, again, coming back to the Christmas light side, is and these are Christmas lights that people do animated displays on their houses with. Um, I personally teach this stuff at LearnChristmasLighting.com, but this is not an ad for that. Um, but what the Christmas light people do, which are awesome, is they have these waterproof connectors. The standard waterproof connector these days in that hobby is called the X-Connect. And the cool thing about that is when you buy pixels from a Christmas light vendor. They're going to come with X-Connect connectors on them. Of course, there's a few options, but X-Connect is the most popular and what I recommend. Okay. They're going to come with that connector on them. If you don't change the size of that string, you don't cut it down to splice it or anything, um, then you just plug it in. No soldering, no mess, no fuss, right? I actually, we're going to have a video that shows you um, how to do that, I think. Um, never mind. There's one on LearnChristmasLighting.com, though, uh, that'll be coming out to show you how to do that if it's not out already. Um, but literally, you just plug the stuff in. No soldering. Nothing. With LED tapes, if you buy them from the Christmas light vendors, or you can just buy the connectors, they call them pigtails, um, then you're going to have the X-Connect connectors on those. And you can buy X-Connect extensions. And then all of a sudden, you're putting together a pixel product project that has little to no soldering involved at all. Super cool stuff. Okay. And not only that, you know, maybe on the front end, it costs a little bit more to go with these pixel nodes as opposed to a tape. And, and I understand that. But you can reuse these again and again and again. And so then the last question is, okay, you know, definitely with a LED pixel, a Christmas light type pixel, it's definitely a slightly different look. Have I seen people, you know, both in real life, myself, and on church stage design ideas, do stuff with Christmas light pixels um, as opposed to the tape? And does it look fine? Yes. Is it quite as slick of a look as the tape? Well, no, the tape's smaller. You know, it's tighter. And so it is a little bit more of a slick design, right? Um, you know, that being said... Um, I think more often than not, especially again, if you're 20 feet away from these things, you really just don't need that tight of a pixel pitch on your lights. You really don't. Um, you know, if you want info like that, just, you know, stuff 
similar to that. You know, you can buy some pre-built LED stuff. I'm um, actually the Wally's Lights website that I'll link to in the show notes. They have a tube that you can hang. They come in one meter and a half meter. They're pretty stinking cool. Um, and they have X-Connect connectors. But, you know, if you really want, okay, not to get off my, my soapbox there, if you really want to have that look, right, um, you know, you really want to have that tight pixel look, but you don't want to have to deal with tape, you don't have to deal with a mess, et cetera, et cetera, then you may want to look at pixel strip lights from some of the major brands in the lighting industry, Okay. Like, just for example, you know, two different ones that, um, as you may be familiar if you listen to the podcast, this is a newer thing. But here at Learn Stage Lighting for the Labs, um, we have an option now called Learn Stage Lighting Gear where folks can buy stuff. Um, and it's really cool. You, you're able to, to get a great deal on some lights if you're a Labs member, and it'll be opening up uh, right about now as we, as we uh, have this podcast going live. And if you're not a Labs member, um, there is a way you can also get into it. It's kind of, uh, beta right now, but you can get in there, ask for a quote on some stuff, and we can get you a good price. Not quite as good as as, as the labs members, uh, just because you know we got to recoup the time that it takes to to go back and forth and stuff. But we can get you a good price. Um, and you know, different companies have pixel based LED strips, but the difference is that uh, instead of you know going ahead and having this fragile tape and all this soldering and stuff, you're buying from a manufacturer that's established, you know, a really nice LED tape within a really nice metal enclosure that has clamp points on it to clamp to truss or you can hang it or whatever and uses ready-made connectors. Usually they, they just need an ethernet connect cable between them. Um, and that's going to supply data and power from a main controller box. With these type of strips as well, you can typically get some different diffusers on the front, which is great. So you can go ahead, you can get that clear diffuser, which just shows the tape like usually on a dark backdrop. But you can also get like a dark frost and a light frost and like a dome. There's a lot of different options out there. Um, if you are interested in something like that, just email gear at learnstagelighting.com, gear at learnstagelighting.com, and we can help you. Um, but some that are out there, there's the ADJ Pixie Strip. Uh, and uh, Gamma LED Vision, who I work with a lot these days, has a Pixel Strip IP as well. Those ones are actually technically waterproof, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and you're able to get, you know, a lot of pixels for, you know, what I would consider a reasonable price. Like, it's a finished product. You literally just plug it in and configure it. And you got to keep that in mind, right? It's not going to be as cheap as a cheap LED tape. But, I mean, we're talking about, you know, a a one meter type strip landing maybe around $150, $160, right? For a meter of, of this product. Um, and then a controller box being a, a couple hundred bucks typically. So is it the cheapest thing? No, but it can offer a lot of great value. And the fact that you literally put no work into it besides just hanging the light means that it also saves you a ton. So that's another option as well. Like if you're like, okay, I want that LED tape light look, you know, but I want to buy a pre-built fixture. It's not going to be as expensive as you think. Um, it's typically cheaper than buying a bunch of like regular strip lights that you would use to like uplight a wall or, 
or something like that. If you buy those, you know, typically a decent fixture is going to be, you know, three to five hundred bucks. Um, these fixtures are less expensive than that because they're not as bright, um, etc. And so that's definitely something that um, you definitely want to check out if you're like, okay, I like this pixel look, you know, having individual control over all these individual tapes. Um, I really like, you know, the looks we can make with them, but I don't want the fragileness. I don't want to build it, you know, myself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That can be a really great option as well. And, you know, it's actually more affordable than you think can be reused tons of times in different formats. And so, you know, definitely if you're looking for the easy button and you're like, you know what, for us, um, you know, the time saved is more important than the cost, um, then that can definitely be a good plan for you. Awesome. LED tape. I love talking about LED projects. Honestly, you know, if you're checking out the series on YouTube um, this month, like, I don't think there is a, a cool, you know, how do I best say this? Um, when it comes to, you know, things you can do to make your stage look really cool and to do something that's different than what the the other place down the street has and what the guy down the street has and, you know, what other people can offer. I think LED tape is the kind of project that gives you that, gives you something that looks custom, that looks fancy, that looks expensive, but really doesn't have to be. Uh, the key, though, is, I think, if you're going to use it for the long term, you want to reuse stuff, etc., etc., then you really want to go ahead and you really want to make sure that you do a great job at setting yourself up for success and for something that you can reuse again. And when you do that, life is good. So, with that, guys, thank you so much for listening today. As I mentioned at the top of the show, if you're brand new to lighting, you're not sure what to do, you just want to get started, head over to LearnStageLighting.com. Grab my free guide to begin with lighting. Uh, it's going to walk you through the things you need to know to get started, and it's really going to help you. A lot of people check that stuff out, and it uh, really helps. And I hope that you have a great day today. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you guys on our next show. Have a great day. See ya.